Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now five things that I think are helpful for parents and caregivers to be able to do before their baby starts solid food is take a refresher infant CPR course. Number two, to choose a safe seat for your baby to eat. The third thing, assess your baby's food allergy risk. The fourth thing is grab some basic feeding gear. And then the fifth tip is please anticipate a slow start. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven, specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, giving you the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using Baby Led Weaning. Hello and welcome to this episode. It's all about you. That's right. The parent or the caregiver. You're the one who's responsible for making sure that your baby gets a safe start to solid foods. No big deal, right? course it's a big deal. These next few months are going to be transformative for your baby. You're going to help your baby go from a point where at six months of age, they're getting 100% of their nutrition from infant milk, that's breast milk or formula, and you're helping your baby work towards age one, where at around 12 months of age, most of your baby's nutrition can be coming from food. So that's a lot of ground to cover in a few short months. But before you even get started, I have five things that you as the parent or caregiver can do before your baby starts solid foods. Now, I like to start each of these mini baby led weaning training episodes with a baby led weaning tip of the day. And today's tip is please be prepared for a very slow start to baby led weaning. I'm talking like snail space here, you guys, because parents have a tendency to come out of the gate when they're starting solid foods and they are so gung ho that their baby's going to eat everything immediately. Because I know you're on social media and you see other babies and they're like eating no problem. And your friend's babies are eating finger food so well already. And you have a tendency to compare your baby to them. But don't compare leads to despair. Babies need a lot of time to learn how to eat. This weaning period, it's your long runway for your baby to gradually learn how to use food to get more nutrition from food, and eventually less nutrition from infant milk. That's what weaning is. But again, it's a long process. It doesn't happen overnight. I want you to be realistic in your expectations that your baby might not eat much or really at all for a while, sometimes a few days, even a few weeks after you start solid foods. But you still got to practice because every time that you are sitting down at the table and you're getting your baby in their high chair and you're letting them explore with the new food that you're offering every day, that represents a really important micro step in your baby's collective learning and their experience that is learning how to eat. 
And if you're nervous, this happens all the time. Like, oh my gosh, they are not going to be getting enough nutrition from food. Don't be nervous because infant milk, again, that's breast milk or formula. That's going to continue to be your baby's primary source of nutrition, even after you start solid foods. So let's get started looking at five things that you as a parent can do before your baby starts solid foods so that you are ready when your baby is ready. My first suggestion when you're getting ready to start solid foods is to take an infant refresher CPR course. Okay, I know you all took CPR before your baby was born, but that was over six months ago. And I don't know about you, but I can't even remember what I had for breakfast yesterday, let alone the particulars of an online class I took six months ago. In the previous episode, if you were listening, I shared some research that shows that babies who start solid foods with the baby-led approach are at no higher risk of choking than our conventionally spoon-fed babies. But that's only true if the parents are educated about reducing choking risk. And you're going to learn a ton about how to prepare food safely so your baby doesn't choke on them. But in the rare event that your baby does have a choking incident, knowing CPR can save your baby's life. There's a wonderful very affordable online CPR course that I personally take every quarter for work myself. And I recommend all parents who are starting solid foods, get your CPR skills up to snuff as well. Whether you do that in person, maybe your community hospital, but the online options are really, really nice. They're very, very thorough. And I'm an affiliate for this online CPR course. It's taught by Brandon Dorkson. He runs Thrive Training Institute. He is a baby led weaning dad many times over as well. And I have a discount code that works for another $10 off that pretty low price point. The code is Katie 10. So if you check the link right below where you're listening to this, it's in the description and the show notes at blwpodcast.com slash three. You can get that online CPR course. You get lifetime access and you got to get those skills up to snuff. And I really suggest that everybody who helps feed your baby knows basic CPR and doing an online course is a great way to do it. So put that on your list of things to do before you start solid foods. Number two, the next thing you can do is to choose a safe seat for your baby to eat. So I recommend high chairs that have an adjustable footrest or foot plate. These chairs will grow with your baby from infancy. Some of them even grow through adolescence, but as you'll be learning, if you're going through this podcast or taking my online workshop, which is called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners, that solid foot plate that your baby's feet resting on is very, very important. That helps to stabilize your baby's core. If and when you start solid foods, your baby is eventually going to gag on foods. And when they gag on foods, they stomp their feet down and they engage their core muscles and they get those muscles in their mouth working so they can push that food from the back of their mouth forward if they're not yet ready to swallow it. And having that foot plate is important. So we have lots of ways that you can DIY or kind of adjust your existing high chair if maybe the baby's feet don't reach the footrest. But if you want to check out some of the high chairs that I recommend, I'll put a link to that again in the description, as well as the show notes. What's important when you're positioning your baby as far as reducing choking risk is that their back is flat. So we want your baby's waist at a 90 degree angle. We want your baby's knees at a 90 degree angle and their ankles at a 90 degree angle because they're resting flat on that solid foot plate. That is the safest positioning. So Check out some of those high chairs. One of my absolute favorites is the Stoka Trip Trap high chair. It's been around since 1972. This is an iconic high chair. I have this for all seven of my kids. I use it in my infant feeding practice as well. What I love about this chair is because it's been around for so long is that you can usually find a used one on a used marketplace. Or if you can go to shop on Craigslist, they're generally much more affordable than if you buy it new. But I do think it's worth investing in a safe seat for your baby to eat. If you don't buy a new one, look for a used one. Love the trip trap. Have some other suggestions linked up for you in the description and the show notes at blwpodcast.com forward slash three. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. (laughs) 
Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. The third thing that you can do before you start solid foods is to assess your baby's risk for food allergy. Now, there's some fear associated with starting solid foods. As you probably picked up on, when your baby does start eating, you might be scared that they're going to choke or that they're going to have an allergic reaction to food. And the reality is the only way to know if your baby is allergic to a food is to actually offer them that food. It'll provide you with lots of resources on how to offer the top nine foods. So those are the nine foods that account for about 90% of food allergies all over this podcast. But I do want you to know that there are two things that put babies at high risk for having peanut allergy down the road. So peanut is the one that we have the greatest amount of data that early introduction of peanut can help prevent peanut allergy down the road. If your baby has severe eczema and or an egg allergy, that puts babies at high risk for peanut allergy. And you'd want to talk to your provider about possibly introducing peanut protein prior to six months of age. Now, I know you guys said eczema and parents are like, oh my gosh, my baby has eczema. I'm not talking about the run-of-the-mill eczema that all babies have. I'm talking about severe eczema. Your baby's being treated by a pediatric allergist or a pediatric dermatologist already. If your baby has that severe eczema and or egg allergy, you're the ones that are in the high risk category for peanut. Everybody else, the guidance is to recommend start introducing those peanut protein foods around the six month mark. One of my favorite ways to do that, the lowest mess, no stress way, to offer peanuts, I use a product called Puffworks Baby. So Puffworks Baby makes these amazing peanut puffs for babies. They have no added sugar, just a smidge of sodium that's for preservative. And what I love about the Puffworks peanut puffs is that they are so soft that they dissolve in your baby's mouth. If you want to grab a case of the Puffworks Baby peanut puffs, the code BLWPOD, that's P-O-D, works for 15% off. They also make a baby almond puff which is cool for introducing a separate allergenic food category. That one is almond. Just a heads up though, that the almond baby puff from Puffworks, it has some peanut in it. So make sure you do the peanut puff first before you do the almond one. But Puffworks recently started offering a case that's like half baby peanut and half baby almond. So I think that's a good way. You know, you're going to knock out two different of the allergenic food categories with peanut and almond there. And the website is puffworks.com. Again, that code is BLWPOD, P-O-D to save 15% on Puffworks. All right, so far we have taken our infant refresher CPR course. You've chosen a seat for your baby to eat. You've assessed your baby's food allergy risk situation. Now, the fourth thing, you might want to stock up on some gear. Now, when it comes to feeding gear, there is so much stuff out there. It's like when you were registering for your baby registry, you're like, oh my gosh, what is half of this stuff? Do I even need it? And the answer is you don't need most of it, okay? There are a few pieces that I think are really helpful. They also can promote independent eating and they're designed by feeding experts. So you do not have to buy a lot of stuff. If you only want to get one thing to start solid foods, I love the first foods set from Easy Peasy. Now, a lot of parents think, oh, I'm just going to put the baby's food directly on the high chair tray or on the table. But actually there are so many benefits to feeding your baby out of a suction mat or bowl, especially with regard to baby led weaning. So I have a whole blog post on the benefits of offering foods out of a suction mat or bowl. You can check that out. It's on my website at babyledweaning.co if you go to the blog section. But I love this first foods set from Easy Peasy because it's got 
a little bowl. It's called a tiny bowl. It suctions to your baby's high chair tray or your tabletop that stabilizes your baby and helps them use their whole hand or their palmer grass to rake and scoop foods up and into their mouth. That first foods set also has a two pack of their tiny spoons because we're going to be using that for the preloaded spoon approach for when we do pureed foods. And it also has a little tiny cup. That's the open cup. And we're going to start practicing that pretty soon after your baby starts solid foods. So Easy Peasy was started by a mom. She has three kids. Her name is Lindsay Lorraine. I interview her in a separate episode on the podcast. And I'll link to that. She was on Shark Tank. So some of you might have seen her there. Some of the dads get all excited about feeding gear if they're big Shark Tank fans. But I love, love, love the Easy Peasy products because again, they're all designed by an infant feeding specialist. The code KD10 always works for 10% off at Easy Peasy. But again, if you're like overwhelmed by all the gear out there, just check out the first food set. I absolutely love that one. And my last tip for parents who are getting ready to start solid foods with their baby, kind of reiterating that tip of the day, but just a friendly reminder to anticipate a slow start. Your baby is not going to eat very much food the first few days. And you'll question yourself, like, am I doing this right? Like, what the heck? This baby is not eating any food. But please remember, learning how to eat takes a lot of time. We're not that concerned about what your baby's eating or how much they're eating. What matters is, are we giving them the time and the space and the grace to learn how to eat? So don't worry about calories. Don't worry about iron. Don't worry about the grams and the portion sizes. None of that matters, you guys. Your baby needs a lot of time to learn how to eat. And heads up, it can take some babies upwards of eight to 12 weeks before they even really get the hang of feeding themselves. So in my program, Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro, I walk you through the three distinct phases of baby led weaning. That first phase, phase one, it's a little tricky, but we can help your baby eat 40 different foods in phase one, the first eight weeks of baby led weaning. If you want some info on how to do that, you can check out my program at babyledweaning.co slash program. That's where all of my original 100 First Foods content is. I've got a 100 First Foods daily meal plan that will walk you through the first 100 days. It's 20 full weeks of meal plans if you want to check that out. I love helping families move through the stages, especially that first stage. Just be patient and trust this process. It will work and you will look back on this period and be like, oh my gosh, I am so glad that we decided to do baby led weaning. And if all of this is totally new to you, I know you're a podcast listener, but if you want to get some visuals on what baby led weaning looks like, I do teach a free online workshop called baby led weaning for beginners. Inside of this free workshop, I'll show you how to prep some of the first foods. I'll do two weeks of menus for you to get you started. Plus everybody on this free training gets a copy of my original 100 first foods list. So you'll never run out of ideas of foods your baby can eat. You can sign up for the workshop at babyledweaning.co slash workshop. So I've got no shortage of resources for you so that you feel ready when your baby is ready to start. And as a reminder, the five things that I think are helpful for parents and caregivers to be able to do before their baby starts solid food is take a refresher infant CPR course, get that course, go get a course, sign up for it. You don't have to take it today but at least you can get it on your list of things to do before your baby starts solid foods. CPR is so important and saves lives. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. Besides baby led weaning, what other type of podcasts do you like to listen to? 
Well, if you're into true crime and you also dig traveling, I want to tell you about a new podcast you are going to love. The new podcast is called Slaycation, and it's a darkly humorous look at murders and mysterious deaths that all take place on vacation. So the show is hosted by a true crime fanatic and her comedy writer husband, and he has a TV producing partner. So Slaycation brings a totally unique perspective to chilling, thrilling, what the heck stories of vacations gone horribly wrong from the twisted tale of Harold and Tony Henthorne, whose romantic anniversary in the Rocky Mountains ended with one of them falling off a cliff, to Angelica and Vincent, their two recently engaged lovebirds, whose Hudson Valley kayaking adventure ended up underwater. Every episode of Slaycation will have you asking, accident or murder? But it's not just the stories that will intrigue you. I think you're going to love the discussion between the longtime married couple and the business partners. They also happen to be an Emmy-nominated TV producer's Every episode of Slaycation also includes humor and takeaway and travel tips that are going to keep your next family vacation from becoming your last. So if you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Number two, to choose a safe seat for your baby to eat. Take an assessment of your current high chair situation. Do your baby's feet reach the footrest? What can you do to modify that footrest? If you need some ideas and some visuals, I have a YouTube channel. It's just youtube.com slash baby led weaning. And there's lots of high chair tips on there as well. The third thing, assess your baby's food allergy risk, knowing that if they already have an egg allergy or severe eczema, they're going to be at high risk for peanut allergy. Talk to your doctor about introducing peanut prior to six months of age. Everybody else who's not in the high risk category Do that peanut as early as you can around six months of age once your baby is ready to start solid foods. I love those Puffworks baby peanut puffs if you need a no stress and low mess way to get peanut in. I'm not a peanut butter fan. There are ways you can modify other peanut containing foods though if you don't wanna buy any products. I'll teach you how to do that. There's some other episodes on this podcast about peanut, but just get ready because we're gonna introduce the top nine allergenic foods. In our program, we do them one per week, starting in week one, so that in week nine of baby led weaning, your baby's already gotten in all nine of those allergenic foods, and you're going to try to get all the allergenic foods done. So you got to do them early and often, but we want to get them done before 11 months of age because research suggests that that protective window for the early introduction of allergenic foods in order to help prevent food allergy, it closes somewhere around the 11 month mark. So let's get cracking on those allergenic foods. The fourth thing is Grab some basic feeding gear. I love the silicone suction mats and bowls and all of the feeding products from the company Easy Peasy. The first food set I think is fantastic. If you just want to buy one thing for when your baby is starting solid foods. And then the fifth tip is please anticipate a slow start. It's like tragically slow sometimes, but don't give up. Don't resort to force feeding your baby by spoon. If you hang in there, the first eight weeks are kind of brutal. But then, oh my gosh, the golden age of baby led weaning phase two, the second eight weeks where they start eating more food and you're dropping a milk feed. They're getting more nutrition from food and less from milk. And you're like, oh my gosh, it reminds me a lot of like, you know, the first trimester is so terrible, right? When you're pregnant, you're like, oh, I'm so tired and I'm so sick and I'm so nauseous and I don't even look pregnant. And then you get to the second trimester and you're like, oh, okay, starting to feel better. This thing is working, starting to look pregnant. That's kind of like baby led weaning. The second phase is like, oh my gosh, there goes the baby. Look at that. They're actually eating and swallowing some of the food. Oh, they're a little bit less interested in their infant milk. Oh my gosh, offering five new foods a week is totally working. My baby's eaten 
over 40 foods at this point, stick with it. Stick through those first eight weeks. If you need additional help, my program, Baby Lead Weaning with Katie Ferraro can help you. If you just like a plan where you're like, just tell me what foods to feed my baby, check out the 100 First Foods Daily Meal Plan inside of that program. And if you're just kind of dabbling in baby lead weaning, go check out my workshop, Baby Lead Weaning for Beginners. It's a free online video training. I'll give you that 100 First Foods list so that you never run out of ideas your baby can eat. Everything is linked up in the show notes page for this episode, which you can find at blwpodcast.com forward slash three. A special thanks to our partners at Airwave Media. If you guys like podcasts that feature food and science and using your brain, check out some of the podcasts from Airwave Media. Again, we're online at blwpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Calm Cove podcast can help you sleep deeply all night long. Calm Cove has deeply relaxing meditation music and ambient sounds like ocean waves and crackling fires. All of our episodes are designed to help you relax and to fall asleep fast. Calm Cove is brought to you by the team behind Sleep Cove, the sleep podcast that consists of spoken word hypnosis, meditation and stories. So if you want to listen to a beautiful soundscape tonight, search for Calm Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see how we're helping millions of people relax and go to sleep every night.